0: Following episode is not financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell the stock of the company that is mentioned. Please use this for entertainment purposes only. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fintwit podcast. Uh, Right uh, from the get-go, I really want to thank everybody for listening to my last episode and sending all the nice comments. Um, I received some fantastic feedback, uh, some of it constructive, which is very helpful. Um, It was really encouraging to get that sort of reaction from that episode and um, a lot of fun. So uh, I've been telling that this to a lot of people. I really enjoy talking about this kind of stuff. And at home, um, most of my family and friends are not really interested in talking about stocks and companies and things like that. So uh, doing a podcast seems to be a, a really good way for me to sort of let it all out. And hopefully somebody somewhere is, is uh, willing to listen. So one of the things that came up in the comments was that people were surprised or found it interesting that I concentrated mostly on the human diagnostic side of things when it comes to Lexigene. And the simple reason for that is because I'm more excited about uh, what the future has in store when it comes to human diagnostics. But I'm, I'm definitely not going to ignore the vet space and i did do some research on that before investing in lexigene and i do think it's super important i think the revenue's early on uh, in the the vet space will help pay the bills so pay for the the staff or the marketing and also for the ongoing research and development that they are going to do to help improve the myq lab going forward um so Having said that, I, I just, you know, full disclaimer, I'm, I'm not a vet. I'm, I'm a pharmacist um, and I have no experience in uh, the vet space. As far, I've never worked in a vet clinic. I don't have friends or family that I know of or that I can think of that work in that space. Um, however, I do have a dog. His name is Palmer. He's awesome. And I do want what's best for him. And I do realize possibly some of the listeners might not have a pet. So I just want to say, and I'm sure you're aware, but pets really play an important role in our lives. When um, my wife first mentioned that she wanted to have a dog, I had never had a pet in my life and uh, was quite opposed to it, to say the least, And, and pushed back on it quite a bit. Eventually she she convinced me that it was a good idea and um, I, I've never regretted it. it you know I'm probably I, I, I would be the one to say that we should have another dog if if we were going to have that conversation I, I think they add a lot of value they're uh, great companions um, I take them out to walks all the time and uh, it's, um, they're just, they're just a lot of fun. And, and we, we certainly, and I, I want what's best for him. So um, this is where uh, Lexagene comes in and, you know, can potentially add some value to these clinics so that they can better uh, take care of our, of our pets. So just to get it started, I did find a nice article that was posted on Stocktwit's and they took it from the lexagene website um, but i, I want to read it i think they did a great job and then hopefully i can add more to it and sort of give you my perspective of why it's important for vets to purchase an IQ lab or to purchase a technology like this that will help them provide better care um So this is how it goes, Uh, disruptive innovation within pet care is happening. Veterinary hospitals, clinics are investing in top quality molecular diagnostic testing capabilities at point of care, along appending traditional ways of doing business that finds them landlocked by unnecessary long-term contracts inhibiting their business models. You all have experienced it at one time or another over the past 18 months. Two-day shipping on Amazon? Gone. Rental cars? You'll have better luck finding a Dunkin' Donuts in Seattle. Christmas shopping? Start now. Don't wait for Black Friday. Veterinary diagnostic testing is not exempt. What used to take a couple of days to receive results from reference labs now is taking more than a week. And if a per-test price isn't locked in, well, let's just say we may not want to go there. The landscape has changed and continues to change just in the past 30 years, businesses like Photomat and Blockbuster have given way to cloud-based viewing of pictures and streaming service from the comfort of your personal space. Businesses have watched the transition from mainframes to desktop to laptops and have enabled hybrid work environments. Self-checkouts and ride share apps are now the norm. What, what does this all mean? Society and businesses are becoming less dependent on centralized services, individual and business customers want speed, reduced costs, and better control. Most vet practices are held to the status quo avoiding 3, 5, and sometimes 10 days for an answer from a reference lab, while pet owners are expecting near-instant results. These paradigms not only uh, are not only at opposite ends of the spectrum, but they come with inherent risks. Rising costs, shipping delays, and labor shortages to transport and process the tests contribute to delays in proper treatments. More than ever, vet practices are looking for efficient and cost-effective methodologies to take control of these variables and manage costs while providing best-in-class treatment for the patient. Insourcing diagnostic testing is one solution. Lexogene's Mycula uh, Mycula provide in-clinic diagnostic testing of up to 27 pathogens and antimicrobial resistant markers for four classes of resistance in about two hours. So, um, what I to to add on to that, what I think is happening right now, because we're, we have a lot of investors that are commentating that it's taking longer than expected to sell these devices and i agree i think part of the reason is probably due to uh covid so less uh face-to-face time which jack has mentioned a million times already i don't think that's the only case i i always had a little bit of fear in the back of my mind when i invested last year that it could take a little bit longer and that's what's happening and i'm not i'm not worried about it but um what, what I think it is, is, um, first of all, this is a new technology. So if a vet buys the device, there's always a little bit of fear probably in the back of their mind that, you know, this might not quite work as well as advertised, you know, they're doing studies and all that. So, but when it, when it, when they implement it in their practice, you know, they could run into these surprises that could affect their patients, so the, the pets, and um, I think part of the, the problem is they don't want to be the first to experience that, and not to say, like, the current testing, and again, I'm not a vet, but the current testing they do is not 100%, So, and they realize that, they realize that, you know, errors happen um, and and especially human error when you're talking about the lab and all that. But uh, that's beside the point. Like if an error happens now, um, they're they're not going to feel like they're to blame because all the other practices are using the same kind of labs. But if you purchase the MyQ Lab and you're the first one to purchase it, if something happens, uh, a mistake, and and a pet um, suffers due to it, they may have that feeling that it's their fault, because maybe they should have just stuck to the old ways, which I don't agree, but I'm just trying to give you some sense of what is going through their mind. Now, what I think is going to happen is once you do have the the first um vets to to take the leap of faith and and give it a try once they do it successfully especially the first big clinic that takes us on once they do it you're gonna see other hospitals and clinics jumping in because what they're gonna what they're gonna tell themselves is okay so if if they did it and they're not concerned like they haven't run into issues that might make them look bad, then you know we can jump in and we don't have to worry because if something happens when we implement it, well, you know other big players are doing it as well, so it won't look as bad. So that's one thing that I I think is is potentially going to happen. Uh, it might take some time. I'm I'm really hoping that things are sort of brewing behind the scenes right now and people are getting an interest because to be honest, um, last year when I invested, I didn't feel like the vet space had urgency to switch over to this kind of technology. Um, I felt like the ones that want to innovate, the ones that want the best care and are super passionate about that would probably jump in but for the most part you know you you get comfortable with what you have and the process that you have and you sort of it's it's a big change when you introduce something new to your workflow because now you have to train people to do something different uh it's costly it takes time it causes stress you know employees don't like the change so um but now we're having some, and, and the article points this out we're having some changes here. There's the supply chain that's been impacted, COVID has happened, and these vets now are waiting for sometimes 10 days or more for results. And that, to me, is unacceptable. And I think that's the pressure that they need to feel the need to jump into a new technology like the MyQ Lab. So I think that helps. It's not a good thing that this is happening, but I think some positive will come out of it for everybody, not just investors, but pet pet owners and the pets themselves um, because it is uh, a better technology and will provide better and quicker care for them from what I can tell anyway. Um, The other thing is education. So it's not just about, and I know they're educating the vets. I know they're educating investors, but it's about educating the pet owners as well. And pet owners, you know, for the most part at this point, and maybe this is changing, but I, I, I it's probably safe to say at this point, they don't really know the difference. So they go, um, th- their dog is sick and maybe the vet, if the dog is really sick, maybe the the vet feels the need to take a, a guess and they go with a treatment, but they also get the test done. And in three to five days, you know, if the test comes back and they should have used another treatment, then they go, Oh, sorry, we just got the results and we're going to give you this other antibiotic that we should have given at the first, but we didn't have the means to know exactly what your dog needed. Um, but with education, If they know that it's possible to have a device that's going to give you a result in two hours, they are not going to be happy with waiting days. It's all about what you know. And and I know as, as a pet owner, when you purchase a pet or you get one from the SPCA, you know what you're getting yourself into you know how expensive things are. You know that the dog food is expensive. You know that if you have to go to the vet, it's expensive. You know that the toys are expensive and they only last a couple of days because they just bite through it and and you have to replace them. But that's beside the point. Um, The fact is, even though you know, at least you expect the best care possible. So... You know, I'll go to the vet and I'll pay $600 if that's what I need to pay to make sure that my dog is healthy. However, I do expect that they're giving me the best care possible. And with education, if people are waiting 10 days, they're eventually going to know better and they're going to expect better from their vet and they're going to feel the pressure to implement these new workflows and to purchase these new technologies like the myq lab there's going to be competition uh, but from what i can tell it there doesn't seem to be a device like this where the company can customize and give you all the targets that you need to test uh, that is likely going to give you a diagnosis and, and not just like okay well you don't have covid but if you're sick, you, you, you want to know what you have. So um, those are things to, to keep in mind. Now, I want to, uh, there's something else that I think is, is a real positive in this. But I, before I do that, I want to go over, I went online and I did some research. And this is me Googling. I might not have found the best sources, but I sort of put them all together and came up with a top 10 reasons that pets visit. Uh, their vets and you know even though it's it might not be the most accurate list it'll it should give us an idea of, of the things that cause owners to bring their pets to see the vet so uh, number one on the list is ear eye and ear infections so these can be a pain to deal with uh, and, and sometimes even with the best care like making sure that they're clean and all that um, doesn't do anything because sometimes these infections are caused by allergies so then they have to go to the vet and um, get antibiotics or, or whatever they end up needing but to know what they need you need to test it and this is where the myq lab comes in so that's that's the number one that that i saw and right now from what i understand from what jack has been saying and other sources on the internet a lot of doctors or a lot of vets are forced to take a guess. And a lot of times it's a very edu- uh, well-educated guess, but why not be more certain about what you're doing? Uh, the next one on the list is allergies. So a lot, of, a lot of dogs can be allergic to like pollen or even types of food. So you're going to go to the the vet, you're going to sort of brainstorm and, try to find out what's causing it and they might put your dog on or your cat on a a new type of food or something like that so i don't know if the myq lab is able to test for allergies yet but i suspect that that might be something that they can do in the future Uh, the next one is bladder infections and i've heard jack uh, mention this Um, so a lot of times these are often unpreventable Um, and, um, it's not always obvious exactly what type of infection is causing it. So a test is certainly important and these can lead to serious issues and eventually kidney failure. And, um, so that's not good. So you, you definitely want to know what you're treating. Arthritis is another one. And I'm not sure... Um, like osteoarthritis um, is usually wear and tear, and I, I know that from the the human side of things, being a pharmacist. But um, I'm not sure how common like rheumatoid arthritis and things like that are. But I'd imagine down the road there might be some some targets that we can look at using a device like the MyQ Lab to know if that is that's what's going on with the the pet. The next one is diarrhea. Diarrhea can be caused by infections. So, um, uh, a vet with experience might be able to have a good idea based on the smell and other things like that. But at the end of the day, I doubt that they can be 100% sure without actually testing for uh, microbes. Dental disease, um, super important. Um, We've tried to brush our dogs teeth but it's it's difficult so we're we're doing a horrible job of it but we keep being reminded of how important it is so we try to buy treats that are super expensive but apparently when they chew on them or when they eat the treats it helps with the dental side of things so uh, that's important and and you can have infections in your mouth so um, the myq lab might be able to play a role there hyperthyroidism um so checking thyroid levels i have not heard anything on that side of things when it comes to the myq lab but i'm sure it's something that they would be able to test for i do believe zometica um, is another name um, that has a device and i believe thyroid is one of the things that they test so it's definitely something that's possible Um, non-cancerous skin growths are common Not sure, I don't know the details of, you know, if those are caused by infections or not. Um, And then bruises are common. They're not usually serious. And then the last one on the list is a typical checkup. So uh, those are usually, you know, you're going in, you're just getting a regular checkup to make sure that your pet is generally healthy. Sometimes they'll check the weight. Make sure that they're getting enough exercise, check their breathing and all that. So again, I'm not a vet, so I don't know all the ins and outs and maybe depending on if it's a cat or what kind of cat or what kind of dog it is, maybe they're doing some different tests there because some, I'd imagine some dogs or some cats are more prone to certain things. However, that's the last on the list. So, you know, probably don't need the MyQ Lab for the typical checkup. However, it's not the most common so there seems to me, for looking from the outside, there seems to be a lot of reasons why, in a in a day at a vet clinic or a vet hospital, why you might need the MyQ Lab or something like the MyQ Lab. Um, okay, and one 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 more thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to go on forever, but is so. Uh, I am a pharmacist, so I have experience in healthcare and I have been a manager as well. So I do have, I, I feel like I can use some of my experience to imagine how things work a little bit in a vet hospital or in a, in a clinic. And and one big advantage that I think, and I haven't heard anybody talk about this yet, but is, so if you have a device that will give you a better chance of getting the right diagnosis which will end in better uh, results Um, i would think in the end you're going to reduce a lot of stress and you're going to have a lot more happier people so what i mean by that and and i just i don't mean just the vet owners and The pet owners and the pets, I also mean the staff. And to me, like as an owner looking to possibly purchase the MyQ Lab, I think that would be, you know, that would be important for me. So um, if you typically experience a bad event, maybe maybe it's once a day, I, I don't know, maybe it's just once a week, but so you treated. An animal, and they came back a few days later because you gave them the wrong treatment, not because it's your fault, but because you didn't have the tools to be able to know what they should have. If you can prevent those, I feel like every little bit counts, every bit makes a big difference because what happens is it has an impact on the staff as well. The staff get more and more negative events, negative experiences. They have to work with the pets that are not feeling well. They have to talk to the owners. They have to console them. They have to give them the bad news. They have to collect more money. Um, I. It has to have a toll in the long term. So I feel like if you're preventing those experiences or those events that you're going to have more time for the typical checkups and and those other experiences that are uh, much more positive experiences and you're going to have happier staff and you're going to so staff are going to perform better Um, so i I think maybe i'm i'm stretching a little bit but i feel like that's important and maybe something that's not being considered strongly enough um but that pretty much some sums up uh what i know about or the things that i feel that i know about the vet space and why the myq lab could be beneficial and why it could make a big difference uh in these hospitals and these clinics obviously um, and I might uh, have some other episodes down the road to dig a little deeper on some other reasons or other spaces. But, you know, there's there's still the biologics that I haven't really talked much about. And we could probably talk for about human diagnostics for another several hours. Um, and again, Jack has mentioned um, water testing. He's mentioned... Um, cannabis production, vaccine production, um, food safety. Food safety is a big one, in my opinion. Um, they they haven't started keying on that yet, but um, I have several friends that have invested in Lexigene almost for that sole purpose, and they're really excited about that. So even though that might come later on, uh, it still adds value to this company. So I want to thank everybody again for listening and thank you for the comments. Feel free to send me a, a DM on Twitter. I'm at Guy underscore LeBlanc. So at G-U-Y underscore LeBlanc. And uh, I appreciate um, every one of you and I hope you uh, hope to see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.